Welcome to episode zero of the Comrades Classroom Podcast. On this episode, two of our comrades are interviewed by graduate students at Cal State Dominguez Hills, where they are currently studying coalition building and sustainability. On it, we cover a wide range of topics from how we built our foundation of the North Orange County Mutual Aid Coalition to our core politics that determine how we move in the field. We cut the interviewer's first question because it talks specifically about the formation of the People's Coalition, but the strength of our work comes from our mutual aid network. None of this would be possible without the collective unity and network building we've done with homies like 714 Mutual Aid, OC Protest, Anaheim Autonomous Coalition, Mobilize the People, Underground Grit, Youth Justice LA, Sacramento Neighbor, and other folks from the Inland Empire and around Southern California. Hope y'all enjoy the episode. Black Power, Brown Pride, Land Bank. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of where, so like in our logo, you can see um, there's the Palestinian flag, there is the anti-ICE flag, there is, or abolish ICE flag, there is um, the LGBTQ flag and the trans flag, um, and like all the folks who were involved um, on the leadership team, like identify in one of those uh, roles, and we kind of as a collective believe that those joint struggles, um, along with the anti uh or I should say, um, yeah, yeah, along with, like, the anti-police and, like, Black liberation movement, um, like, all tied together. Um, and so, like, that's kind of where we started, and that's kind of where we've tried to, like, continue. And how many How many are you now, like, would you say? Because, like, how many did you start with, to, like, the beginning of it to now? Like, how, how much has it grown? So since March, I would say we started with, like, I mean, literally with like two to eight people um, okay. within like a couple of days, like it started to build. And mm-hmm. then now we're at, I would say like between 45 and 50. Nice. Um, oh, that's great. And how do you actually like reach out to the people? Like, do you do it all over social media? Is it something that it's all word of mouth? Like how, how are you reaching people to kind of come join mm-hmm. your cause? So it's very, um, luckily, like it's been very organic, like, we we do have social media and like um through UCI there was like the email list of like all the students and like faculty and custodian workers but um for the most part like we're just really in the community and like we just like happen upon people but like also people in our collective are part of these communities and have been for like multiple years so Mm -hmm. it's um it's really easy when like there are already people within the community and like they trust them and like they're part of them. And so like, it's very easy for us to then assist and become part of the community as well. Mm-hmm. So when you say you're, you're like in the community already, like tell us what you do within the community. Yeah. So like one of the things we focused on from the jump, or do you want to... no, yeah, you go ahead. One of the things we focused on from the jump was like, um, like being intentional with like 
meeting the community and working alongside the community. Um, and so, like for myself, like I've been, I, I was a middle school teacher in Santa Ana for the last four years. Um, one of the other homies in the collective is like, grew up and is from Anaheim and is involved with like multiple public schools, multiple arts collectives, um, has been around the community, been around the youth. Um, there's like multiple homies in Anaheim that are like deeply connected, um, just grew up there um, and have always been connected with certain senoras, certain neighborhoods. Um, that's the same in Santa Ana. And so like, because we have continued to just show face um, and be out there like just talking with senoras and talking with like community leaders and trying to form like community councils mm-hmm. and get an idea of what the needs of the community are, both like in the neighborhoods and within the, like the unhoused encampments it like builds that trust because like they're just, we're, we're directly trying to build relationships and then trying to meet mm-hmm. needs. Um, yeah. And so that's, how, that's kind of how we've been able to organically grow both our, our members as well, because then the people that we kind of work with in the community become a part mm-hmm. of the coalition. And mm-hmm. that's same with like the unhoused folks that we work with. They like, mm-hmm. like we have, or we're starting to build like a council of folks in the unhoused community who can like work together to, to make sure we understand what their needs are and we can meet them. Um, and so we've been super intentional about that. That's awesome because that, that so that makes sense. How you say like how you and and Sam said uh, organically grown. It, like you guys yeah. are of the community already, already in positions of you know some form of like influence. Like you as a teacher, and you know the other guy you mentioned. Um, so that's pretty cool. So you guys are in the area and stuff. So that that does sound organic. So. A question would be uh, kind of like how when you have so many different people involved from like eight to how you said now, like around 50, how do you guys uh, like what's the process on like agreeing to like your guys uh, like goals that you guys are aiming at? <clears throat> so like we're very explicit in our language and like what we stand for and what we want to do. Um, it's all autonomous. It's um, anti-capitalism, linear, horizontal structure. And uh, it's like, it's very easy to suss out the people that like don't want to do that mm-hmm. or like want mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. things for like opportunism or like volunteering. Mm-hmm. They often suss themselves out. Yeah. <laughs> like they remove themselves from the space because like nobody allows them to take on leadership roles and they're not allowed to mm-hmm. like boost their own ego. And so yeah. they eventually just stop like coming around because it's 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 folks who are just doing the work and not doing it for like attention or clout or anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. like, no yeah like we're super intentional not to take pictures of faces not take pictures of areas um only mm-hmm. like hands maybe and like items that we actually give not like videos of us handing out shit like that's dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm just wondering, like, Sam and, and DJ, like, you know, um, so far, like, in your guys' experiences, like, what have been, because a lot of the times with coalitions, sometimes there's, like, there's kind of, like, threats, or not necessarily threats, but, you know, mm-hmm. like, hardships that you guys go through because you guys are actually out there, you know, doing the hard work and out there, like, you know, in terms of, like, being in the field. Like, can you guys express any maybe, like, um whether it's like, da- like dangers, right? Dangers, yeah. Dangers mm-hmm. like overall that you guys have experienced or Yeah. Uh so like speaking on uh, what Sam's talking about with like having like a horizontal structure, um, that kinda 
the way that that's like actually is implemented is by like everything is decided and nothing is is done without it being brought to the collective first and the collective agreeing upon that so like however small the group chat was at the jump like and however big it is now it's always been a collective decision or collective understanding um or like amongst the leadership team it's been a collective decision or collective understanding about what we're doing who we are what whatever we post on social media whoever we work with um and make partnerships with like either within the city or in other states and other um cities within California it's so like everything we do is is very it is collective based and no one person is making these decisions um and so like with that it allows us to kind of also make sure things are more secure um and that's kind of the thing mm-hmm. about being uh, is about about um it growing organically if you're like just very open and allow any person to volunteer and join um it kind of sets you up for infiltration in different ways mm-hmm. um because we've already been targeted by like Santa Ana Anaheim PD we've already been targeted by Santa Ana Anaheim city like officials um and so and like it's only going to increase the surveillance and like the harassment and so making sure the people within our circles um are like airtight on what information is being discussed and what information is being shared um is like super super important because um although we're not like at a like a a high risk right now we're at our, our highest risk like to allow certain folks in who who might be a danger to us later on um and like we always use the phrase that like misogynists can be the best informants um because like it's always often in like hyper masculine men like <laughs> like me taking up too much space right now um, no, but, um <laughs> who, yeah. no 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 but, <laughs> but so, like, who tear down movements like that's what happened with the black panther party that's what that's what's happened mm-hmm. in a lot of different movements throughout history um and yeah it's the it's like a lot a lot of times it's the men that can do it so we try to like follow the lead of like black indigenous queer and like trans femme um to like make the decisions and lead the way like um and yeah yeah that's like one of like the key things that kind of keeps us um or we hope to keep us from like that type of uh, of danger so you're saying like within the leadership there's no hierarchy you guys are all pretty much equal when you yeah. say horizontal right and then so you're saying that the um police have targeted and everything what why are they targeting you what what is it that you guys are doing that they want to target you um so providing like sources of care such as like literal just food to our unhoused community is illegal in most parts of this uh state there's over really? like 120 laws yes over 120 oh. laws about feeding people um, and like that causes harm to the state. So like, it's more them trying to keep like some type of, um, hold on like the community. And we pose a risk by offering solutions that are not police based. Yeah. I think that's exactly it. Like, and I think it's super important too, to like name like capitalism, um, mm-hmm. like within that and name like colonialism within that, because like it's, its role um, and for it to be successful, um, it has to like destroy and, and exploit um, under uh, overexploited communities, right? Like black communities, like indigenous communities, like um, Latinx. Latinx communities, like Pal- like literally, literally Palestine as a, mm-hmm. a nation state, our entire country like pays billions of dollars to exploit. Um, and so like, that's what happens even like in our community. So like 
our our sheriff's department, our police departments, our city officials, they profit when unhoused folks are like being cycled in and out of shelters or being cycled in and out of local jails. Like that's a money driver for them. And so us addressing that harm and trying to make sure that these folks have everything they need, have safe encampments, have access to clean needles and um, and harm reduction supplies. So they're not overdosing at very high rates. Um, like that's like we've we've personally uh, been involved in 14 um, drug reversals in the last three months. Um, and so like when you're when you're doing that and like stopping them from causing harm, like they get annoyed by that because <laughs> it's, it's it's exploiting and showing that they're not doing their jobs and they, they don't want that to ever happen. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's that's amazing what you said right there. The yeah. bit about the 14 reversals and. Um, so so it sounds like you guys are you guys currently are working pretty hand in hand with the homeless population then, right? Yes, but also um just sorry, side note. We used unhoused or houseless because mm-hmm. um people first language. Um people can have homes with each other and within like their community, but having a physical house is not available due to capitalism in our society. Just yeah, like yeah. language, but that's yeah. like that's like language like important. most nonprofits still use terms yeah. homeless and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so just, does the city, but like people first is like very important yeah. to us, and like remembering that these human beings are human beings is like like we try yeah. to say like our unhoused neighbors, our mm-hmm. unhoused friends, our, our unhoused family. homies. Yeah. No, I right, noticed that. Bad. I noticed that on your website because no, no. I saw that, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm like that's actually a pretty good way of saying it. But you know what? It's like we're so used to saying homeless. But mm-hmm. it's something that we've got to like remember, and then eventually it'll just become natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that was that's what it was like for a lot of people in our collective mm-hmm. too. Like they had to learn by the language that we used, mm-hmm. which is like a lot easier when you do it daily. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I understand some people like don't even have access to that information. Yeah, and it's not even. I think it's important to like. It's not even like propping up to ourselves up. It's like Mm-mm. the language we use. I think um, it's like for. Like it's 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 a very it's a learning process, um, and like yeah. we're always I think unlearning and growing, um, because like I, like we all went through the school system, like the yeah. like you know, and we all know how trash it was, and and like we were taught these things intentionally, and so I think it's like important to show yeah. each other grace, like in yeah. because like we are like yeah. growing and learning, and like like Sam and I will like make mistakes with each other and yeah. have to like correct each other, like you know, like and that just happens. And it's, it's like the same idea of, of the, like pronouns like you just have to like get Mm -hmm. used to using they Mm -hmm. or not she or not he it's just um like part of growing and can we talk about uh because that that's a that's a huge point is that learning process and then you know a lot for a lot of us it's like you know um becoming aware of our privilege and having to unlearn certain like bias views and stuff can you guys talk to uh like the learning process within the coalition like how you guys said you learn from each other and you learn from like you know others (laughs) within yeah so um we actually also do political ed (laughs) um and we have like a collective part of our collective is doing that so like we have a large group chat that's a certain part of our collective that does that and basically we like (laughs) read (laughs) and like discuss these things constantly and like the more you allow yourself to like unlearn the things that like colonialism have taught us um, and like get into the readings that like aren't given by 
universities or like textbooks mm-hmm. or X, Y, and Z, um, it's a lot easier to understand like people first language in like multiple aspects of like life rather than using like an addict saying somebody who has like an addiction, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, one thing I think too is like super important is like, um, like we, like as like being in like living in America and being, or not maybe not being Americans, but like living within like the heart of um, imperialism globally and like, terror honestly globally um in terms of like capitalism and exploitation um like we are like have like like we can't speak on being revolutionary really um and so like i think it's important to talk about like the other like when talking about like political education and learning like the indigenous uh, movements in chiapas and the zapatistas in mexico um and like the uh farm and land workers movement in brazil where they are like like have thousands of youth being like politically educated on how to um, like decolonize not only their minds, but actually like their communities Mm -hmm. um, and like live outside of like capitalism and exploitation. Um, And so like they they have been and are doing it so much better than we are. Like that's who we really like look up to and try to learn from. Mm -hmm. That's what our political ed is based on. Nothing from like here, basically. Yeah, so so there's influence. So there's influence then from like other other countries essentially and other other forms of it right like there's influence global influence yeah the global influence is so important because like america doesn't know what like revolution looks like Um, like we can't even fathom that within like our frame of thinking because of colonialism and how colonized our brains are Mm -hmm. i I mean our the american revolution was to vote to like uphold slavery right like Mm -hmm. and so like that, that's what like the people who created this country revolted against was like taking away slavery you know like mm-hmm. yeah so the global <laughs> the global impact has to be there or else it, like you you don't really know what you're talking about you're just talking about like socialism yeah i think like key points are like um or key um case studies are like rojava um, yeah rojava in um and Palestine, and obviously the Zapatistas in Chiapas. Um, and I mean, there's just so like Bolivia, Peru right now, Bolivia Peru, right so now. So many good examples, like Chile, the students, the student movement, mm-hmm. uh, movements in like Vietnam. Um, yeah. Bur- so, yeah, um, Burkina Faso in Africa. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just naming stuff now. No, that's great. I mean, it's great to to be you know international, right? I mean, you have to know what's going on in other countries, and um, and you're right. Like we don't really we don't really know that meaning, right? I we don't. Um, but I do have a question about. Uh, I know on your website, you guys are like a coalition within a coalition, correct? Yeah. Like you guys are like. Um, so do you guys like get together? Like, how do you, how do you work together as? So actually like all of, of our efforts are done um, collectively within like the larger collective, um, which is okay. North Orange County Mutual Aid Coalition, mm-hmm. um, NOCMAC for short, which doesn't sound fun, but we, we <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> um, we all work together. I mean, we like, it's, it's the only way in which to work properly or like, uh, like efficiently, right? Yeah, to to expand sustainably. Yeah, you like mm-hmm. have to, and like, yeah, like we. I mean, we do the like 
work with our unhoused homies. We do work with, like, we have a prison writing project, and we do work with folks on the inside. Uh, we do, like, grocery deliveries and pop-up markets um, with, like, over 150 families. Yeah. Uh, and, like, it only is possible with, like, that many connections. So. It's also um, food reclamation and... Um, what, it, what, what is food reclamation? So, like, different places offering, um, like, currently... Panera offers their uh, breads and stuff to us every Monday that we pick up. Nice. But that was only through like somebody in another coalition, another coalition who reached out and like asked them. And then like other places have like asked us how to give them like to give us stuff. So like having more collectives work together gives us a broader span of like things we can offer others. Got it. So it strengthens like, like yeah, you know, definitely. It's a. <laughs> The synergy you know, we, of you guys. We talk about, um, and it's it was um, first discussed by um, a political prisoner named uh, Russell Maroon Schultz. But it's mm -hmm. this idea of like a mosaic of collectives mm -hmm. that work together um, to like provide the care and support that our communities need. And it, it can be like within a community, within a state, within an entire country. But it's like this mosaic of collectives that are working together. And, and that's pretty cool because, you know, and you touched on it with the word uh, sustainability. And that's kind of something that I would think, like, you know, you know, why do certain movements kind of just like flame up and then burn out, you know? But if you're working within all these other coalitions and you guys are kind of, you know, in this mosaic, like you said, I, I would imagine that it's only getting strengthened at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, the true strength comes from the ability to, like, show up for the community. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Like, without that, we'd really be nothing. Because, like, we do see other coalitions that work together within mm -hmm. Orange County, and they all work together to do absolutely nothing. for Nothing, like, nothing feasible <laughs> for our actual community. Just, mm -hmm. like, to boost, bolster their own feelings. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But, like, the true strength comes from actually providing and caring and humanizing the people who you want to help rather than deciding that you're going to help them regardless of like how they feel. I mean, so, uh, no, do, you, do you guys think like all the coalitions, do they get along together or is there like a little bit of conflict? <laughs> like, how do you deal with that? How do you deal if there's like conflict within all the different yeah. coalitions? I mean, I think so within ours, like it, it's like rock solid. Like we were family um, mm -hmm. amongst like the 50 of us, like, Mm -hmm. um and so like for us it's like nothing um <laughs> and like the folks that we work with and like collaborate with to like meet like um we call it like material needs like folks is like everyday material needs mm -hmm. um like we all have like really good connections but it's the i, I don't know if y'all like like sean king um and like <laughs> it's the folks who just do things on social media and like raise money for things um and none of that money is ever shown in the community. Uh, and, and, and so those are the folks we don't affiliate with and, and will like publicly distance ourselves from. Um, mm -hmm. And it is like, yeah, no, I guess that's it. So you, you and then uh, kind of like what, what, what Sam talked about right now about like actually doing stuff that helps the community. Um, Earlier, you guys had mentioned that you guys um, formed a, a council, you guys said, with, with the unhoused neighbors? Yeah, so, like, we 
yeah, we're we're like in the process of like working with them one on one to like address like the needs they have mm-hmm. like weekly because like in this area, unfortunately, um, like encampments aren't allowed and are brutally stomped out consistently. Um, so like actually having our unhoused folks trust us enough to like tell us where they will be when they aren't there or like um, or when a raid is happening yeah. so we can pull up because like so yeah like one reality with that is like so the homies in oakland um they have like a sustained encampment um and yeah so it's it's yeah allowing us to yeah i don't know no like they have the, so in oakland they have a sustained encampment that like they call on um, a coalition of folks to come like protect them or, and like help them and assist them when um, pigs do raids or like sweeps. Um, unfortunately, like that's not possible here in the OC yet just because of how frequent it is and how violent it is. It's usually like ridiculous times in the morning, like 3 a.m. to 3 p.m. Of just, like, relentless taunting and tormenting of our unhoused neighbors. And they can't get to a phone to call us. But, like, we'll pull up on our distro days and, like, we'll catch the tail end of it. But, like... All their stuff is already thrown away. Yeah. And, like, on its way to the incinerator. (laughs) Which, like, is illegal, but they do it. And so, like, but when we do intervene, and if we do have the ability to intervene and show up with, like, 10, 15, 20 folks, like, we have already seen in other instances that, like, the cops like are intimidated by that or the pigs are intimidated by that and their behavior changes. Um, Immediately. And they all of a sudden want to go by the book and they all of a sudden want to release people when we show up and, and like when 40, 50 people start showing up. Um, and like, that's like in our eyes, that's community care. Like it's making sure that our folks are not being harmed by mm-hmm. like state terror. What we is what we call it. Um, Cause it's like, it's, it's sanctioned, it's funded by the state and it is like terror within black and brown communities. And how do you actually like collect like um, get money to like support your? Um, so currently like, we're completely donation based. Okay. Um, and we have through one of our other like the other coalition that works with us. There's a sustainer option that people are mm-hmm. signing up for. We haven't even officially launched, but like we already have hundreds of people that are signed up, even to give just like a dollar a day. Mm-hmm. Or a dollar a month, sorry. Um, yeah, we're, I think we're like one or two folks away from completely sustaining our um, our food distribution. Yeah, our weekly food distributions, which is lucky. Wow. And then uh, I and then I don't think I don't think uh, we've touched on the on the distros. And I know I was asking about that um, the other day, Sam. Can you can you kind of like shed some light on the distros and what that is? Yeah, um, so our our distros, when we talk about distros specifically, we're talking about to our unhoused community. Um, we go out three days a week and give meals as well as like snack packs, um, harm redux, hygiene, and like any other needs they may have asked us previously. And we meet, try to meet needs within the day as well. Um, and we hand out fresh food like hot food <laughs> meals we've like recently not recently it's been like months actually yeah crazy um it's been like three or four months that we've been able to like offer over 200 about 220 fresh meals um to three days a week, three days yeah, a week. 650 plus. yeah 650 plus plus meals a week along with like all of our snack packs and like 
hygiene and whatever else they may need as well as like sometimes like flower uh flowers from like the vendors so that mm-hmm. we both support like our undocumented community because that's who it usually is and um and our houses community because like they love that like just yeah. treating a human like a human being yeah. giving them something mm-hmm. pretty pretty just for the f- the fact of giving them something pretty it's dope and also like speaking on community connections um like the community liaisons in Anaheim Public Schools would like is like knows about us and is is connected with us. And so when families are in need, um, like right now we have like eight to 12 families um, that they connected with us and we'll drop off like plates of food, clothes, resources and stuff that they need. Um, uh, I, I've like, I can't disclose like certain information that um, just because I haven't been like told I can, but like yeah. they've been going through certain things and like the community liaison reached out to us and then we're able to like meet those needs. Um, so like, that has also been a part of our distributions recently because mm-hmm. we made that connection. That is great. Do you, have you guys, like, I know you're talking about being in school and, um, you know, kind of getting uh, fired up from school, but have you guys always, like, in high school, were you like this then? Were, I mean, were you, like, activists before, or was it It just started in college? Um, I mean, truly coming from impoverished areas and, like, areas where, like, this is so rampant. It's hard not to be. It's hard not to care. It's hard not to see it. But like not having the monetary needs has always been an issue personally, mm-hmm. or monetary like means personally. Mm-hmm. So like um, the caring and like the thought has always been there, but the actual drive to do so and like physically do so has really hard, especially under capitalism. Like we aren't given the time. And we're forcefully not given the time or energy to be able to do that. But always wanting to is like always so it's, there. And it's I always think, been there. Like your passion's always been there. It just yeah. and I think like really DJ got has started way more um, like times that he's done this just because like he's been in different colleges where like that's an option in order and able to do that. Like I only went to like I like I've just worked you know, since like I graduated high school and then like went to community college where like those opportunities aren't really there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I also, mm-hmm. I feel like I had the privilege of, of certain like folks in my life and like in my community. So I was able to look up to like in high school uh, and in college to where I was like watching what they were doing and trying to like mimic that in, in my spaces. Um, uh, and so that, that I think that was like a privilege that I had, like I was able to just start doing it at like 13, 14. Uh, with certain like mentors, um, but that's yeah, great. You have good role I models. Think that's a privilege, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, where do you guys like? What 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 do you see for the future? Like, what do you what is your actual end game? Like, like maybe just for the future in like the next five years. <laughs> you, <laughs> you go. <laughs> um, like, do we lose you? <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Um, I mean, I think the the realistic five year plan um, is to. So there's this this thing called Cooperation Jackson, um, and, and it's to have multiple essentially community co ops, whether that's a an urban farm co op or a um, a homeschool cooperative, or a um, like a whole, a harm reduction cooperative or a um, community uh, like safety team cooperative, like whatever it is. Um, I mean, like, even folks have talked about, like, providing, like, uh, 
I mean, like a lot of, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of different things uh, that, that you can like think of with a, with a cooperative, having like our own food truck, having a cafe, mm-hmm. um, that's all community run and like driving, um, is, is nothing for profit and is all, and not even in the nonprofit like complex, but like actually just pushing money through the community and for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and having like our own warehouses, storefronts to do our, our grocery distros, uh, like industrial kitchens to like actually be pushing out like three, four, like 5,000 meals in grocery boxes every month. Like, cause we're only at, um, about, I would say, what is it? 153. Yeah. It's like 600 grocery boxes and 650 meals. Um, and that's like, that's like not, it's great, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like how many people are in need? Um, yeah. You're saying it's like a drop in the bucket, but I mean, exactly. You still, yeah. you so still... like the five year, the five year plan would be to mm-hmm. just be meeting a greater need um, and having it be completely sustained. And then it, it all, it all, uh, like one thing that we're really heavy on too, or at least like that we've been learning that they've been trying to like get into us is like the always kind of taking a step back and looking at like dominant culture versus like, oppressive culture and kind of like realizing like you know like at the end of the day who is this favoring like who you know started this or who yada yada you know just kind of like being aware of that you know because I think that's something that a lot of the times like people don't really uh people don't really acknowledge and they kind of like you know assume (laughs) that things are are the way they are for a reason rather than kind of looking at how things Mm -hmm. are set up and how it's failed no, that's like that's so like accurate because like in personally like in Santa Ana like when we started distributing that in that area we found all these laws that they had like you can't have an umbrella in civic center because it's seen as an encampment mm-hmm. you can't have a a raincoat because it's seen as an encampment if you put uh like a even just a towel on a bag leaning in an area it's seen as an encampment and all of a sudden. Yeah somebody is being able to be ticketed a thousand dollars who is that serving who is that protecting yeah and like those are the true questions like we should stop and ask ourselves so much more often but we don't see it so it doesn't count right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's valid. when you guys actually help um the house houseless and do you guys like film this when the police are there like do you guys film them like the way they're treated mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, it's, yeah, I was going to say, we did that like, today. Like, <laughs> well, because I was wondering, I'm like, because the police wouldn't really back down if it was just you, right? Like, if you have, like, oh, if do. you're actually documenting do. it. If like, it's just truly, you. wholeheartedly, they're bitches. Um, <laughs> like, they get so scared by just, like, I'm a 5'2". <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm a 5'2", femme-presenting person, and... Like they get terrified when we start filming. Yeah, so. there was there was three of us and three of them today, and like we pulled up videotaping, and like we know like our rights, and so like we just walk straight yeah. up to them and like around their cars, and like they're like it's an investigation, please back up, and I just like walk past him and like call him a pig and like make sure he knows I don't think he's anything that matters mm-hmm. in this world, and they like are so put off by that, like because they. Like, there's actually data on this. Like, they go home and, like, cry and, like, like, <laughs> like actually are, like, very emotionally hurt by, like, when the community doesn't like them. And mm-hmm. so we, like, we just pull up and, like, make sure that they know that what we think they're doing is trash and that they're trash humans. Um, and, like, it works. Like, today, like, our homie got let go. We drove him to where he needed to be, like, nice. gave him some money and, like, dips. And, like, if that didn't happen, they were going to disappear him and just drop him off somewhere in Santa Ana. Like, that's yeah, what they used yeah. 
and we had like just happened to be driving by and like they had him handcuffed and oh. we pulled over and we're like all right like <laughs> we will stay here too <laughs> and like he trusted us like we were after like th- at first he didn't want to talk to us he was like i think they're gonna like uh like i think they'll mess with me more if i talk to you and i was like okay cool yeah stay quiet then um and then by the end of it he gave us his first and last name and birthday so we can like track him just in case but we ended up getting him out anyway nice nice uh, damn and and like you said that was just kind of like you guys were just driving by and you guys did that yeah we're going yeah. wing stop I, I was so <laughs> hungry, so oh. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> i love wing stop man <laughs> so good <laughs> we had to come back and warm it up low-key but <laughs> it was worth it definitely worth it <laughs> Damn, well, I mean, that, that, that's amazing, though. It sounds like you guys are doing this day in, day out. Like, what's the... How tired are you guys? Like, <laughs> honest, honest question. So, like, it depends. Um, sometimes it's, like, hella tiring. And, like, I'm chronically ill and disabled, so it's extra tiring. But also, like, we have a collective that is so, like, graceful and, like, beautiful that, like, we do get breaks. We're, mm-hmm. like, able to, like, pass off labor. We're told to rest. Yeah, we're told to rest. We're forced <laughs> to rest. Uh, Are you like, good? Yeah, I think um, it, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, oh no, I was just going to say, uh, I, I don't know what you guys studied in college. I know you, um, DJ, you're a teacher. But, Sam, I'm not sure what you studied, but I was just wondering if you think, like, you would want to somehow change the laws or go in and change it. You know what I mean? Mm. So I I don't believe in anything like that. Um, I Mm -hmm. anti-government, like uh, particularly for everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm studying to be a surgical technologist in order to advocate for uh, folks like me who uh, have been really screwed over by the medical system. Yeah, we like we just believe that like communities collectively know what they need and like know how to like run and operate themselves. Um, and like have been always um, like in spite of the state and state violence. Um, and like we, we, we just like it, there's examples like Rojava has like their own autonomous city. There's like, again, I'm, I'm saying the same things, but like Zapatista, like so they, they exist outside of the state. Um, and like that's what we like. We believe that like our the only way we can avoid harm and violence that is caused by capitalism and by like America globally is to like just create our own communities and like take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, we don't think the law or judges or cops or city officials will ever do things in our favor. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we just like do it for ourselves. But that's like, again, like that is like, and I'll be completely honest, like that's a recent thing. Like that's Mm -hmm. within like the last year for me. Like I wouldn't have been able to tell you that 12 months ago. No, um, definitely. And so, not. like again, with that growth and learning process, it's not. Ever, it's not. What, ever what like, changed? Like what? Like what made you? The, that, the like, more, what is the more I watched, read, and learned, and listened to people who like okay. weren't like products yeah. and agents of like America and like the state. Mm-hmm. So, like that, and that includes like um, like people who have their doctorates, like professors and shit that mm-hmm. like doctors. Um, uh, celebrities, like all these news channels, like all of that, like mm-hmm. it never really works in our favor. Um, even like the ones who try to be like Wall Street yeah. Journal, like even like uh, AOC, like being like the quote or Bernie being the quote unquote like socialist Democrats, 
but they like backed like uh, a violent coup of an indigenous run government in Bolivia. So like, even though they claim to like care, they like also are supporting uh, white politicians, supremacy. right? Yeah. And they're yeah. supporting white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And so, <coughs> yeah. Like in white supremacy is worldwide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you guys see yourself like staying in America? Do you guys, or do you think like you eventually want to go somewhere that's like totally off grid? I think like our goal is to just like eventually um, because I think at the end of the day um, uh, America is like 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 we say like like yeah sometimes you have to credit the devil Um, and like white supremacy and capitalism are like so far advanced that like in America we are like 10 to 15 20 years away from actual being ready to like have enough power to fight back against that Mm -hmm. Um, because like Mm -hmm. most of us still think that like um like voting is like our most our best way to be politically active Mm -hmm. uh and so like we're so far away from ever like actual liberation and so we think that at a point we have to just take care of ourselves and our community and our collective Mm -hmm. um and so like that's that's like our goal um is it's just like survival within it um while trying to sustain certain efforts yeah it's so hard in this uh culture to do that because you need money right and you and yeah. you've you've got to work within the constructs of society and it's like so it's it's really really hard to uh, yeah. do what you're doing so it's beautiful to see like how many like there are so many older generations that like had started this and have done this mm-hmm. for like x amount of years and like they do still have like normal jobs and like have to work within the system obviously mm-hmm. in order yeah. to like make money to be able to live but, like, at the end of the day, this is, like, what they want and this is what they do. And, like, that's just unfortunately part of being, like, American. <laughs> yeah, one of the we, – we did a, a case study last week with our political ed about um, the Black Liberation Army. Um, and one of their members was just, like it, – it essentially was, like, a vow of poverty. But not in the sense of, like, you're trying to be, like, this self-serving savior. It's just that, like, you – you have what you need. You have your means to exist – and everything else is a part of the community. Um, and like the Zapatistas have that phrase. I don't know it in Spanish, um, but it's like mm-hmm. um, for us, nothing. And for, for like the people, everything, yeah. essentially. Um, and like, that's kind of what we hope to to live by. To like a socialist community. Right? Yeah, so like right. socialists. And then like we, so like we believe that, and, and it's on our website too, like, the 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 steps to liberation is like a, a a socialist state i guess if you will um that like forms into then like the communist state but like if mm-hmm. if communism is reached then like there is no like there's this argument that there is no state anymore because if communism is actually working how it should um then it's just like communities like indigenous communities did communism before communism communism was invented it was yeah yeah and so we credit, but you're saying like, like if they I, I, i'm sorry go ahead go ahead no just like there was like before empires mm-hmm. like it was just indigenous mm-hmm. communities and mm-hmm. so like that's what we hope the future to eventually be and like that's what like folks argue that capitalism will eventually destroy itself because it can't exist mm-hmm. like eventually the earth will just destroy it mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah because if capitalism were to work like as as the theory of capitalism, I mean, I'm sorry, of um, communism, it, it would 
it would be that. It's just sometimes in practice, it doesn't go as planned. It just got credited to like a white guy named Karl Marx, but it was like indi- indigenous folks like we're we're doing it and have been. They just didn't use this. The <laughs> they just didn't use that, word, right? But, like, yeah. but again, like uh, like think about how strategically America was in like demonizing that word. Like we all mm-hmm. were taught to exactly. that word. Mm-hmm. Like that's strategic. Thank you for listening to episode zero. To find out more information or to get involved with our coalition, you can find us on Instagram at the People's Coalition underscore. You can find us online at ocpeoplescoalition.org. And for political education, you can visit tinyurl.com backslash comrades classroom. Or if you're white, you want to make sure you're not consuming this labor for free, you can sustain our mutual aid efforts in North Orange County at ocprotest.org backslash donate. Sabes que no me voy, que sin ti.